A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hello everybody and welcome to another fun-filled 45 minutes of crack with the... I have a question for you. I was watching the telly the other night. It was late. Why is it after 12 o'clock at night there's sign language programmes on the telly but they're not on during the day? For people that are deaf are supposed to stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning to watch Emmerdale. Like, why did they do it? Why is it on late at night? Yeah, why is it on? Why, why, it, oh, it, like, it should be on during the time of Emmerdale or it should be on... Or not on this is after 12 o'clock. It's like a two or three o'clock in the morning. There's a little woman over in the corner. And in, she's in the squaring and, the, and she's making the signs. Yeah, so are they only, are people who are deaf only, are only supposed to watch television after three yeah, o'clock in the I morning? Do blind people watch television? Uh, uh, like if you were blind, could you follow a soap opera? Yeah, because you could hear Cause it. Because soap operas are, there's nothing, nothing too visual about soap operas. It's all, and. and, and Apart from the time once every six months when they try to spice things up so they have a murderer yeah. hiding behind the couch when Gail comes back from the rover's return. Yeah. So they'd miss that. But generally speaking... But they'd hear it. So yeah. they could, they could, ma- could visualise it for, them, for themselves. Yeah. Do blind people watch television? I'm about... Is there any blind people listening to the podcast? Would you please send us in sure, your like, experience you of... Could you please send us in what is your experience of being blind like? And what little adventures and stuff do you go on that we are unaware of? I know it's that like in like when a blind person dreams, is <clears> it all audio? Is it like a radio play? And 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 the podcast world must be filling their mind. That the, the whole if you can capture somebody's ear, it's is it as powerful as your eye, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Totally. I know that in two weeks' time, I'm taking a blind tour of Vilnius. Now, what does that mean? I'm going to be blindfolded. And I'm going around and it's called a blind tour. Oh, why? Why is, is there nothing to see? No. Uh, <coughs> I, are you supposed to make it, it up? I'll get it on the phone. But Hang why? on a second. I'll but, get it but, on the but phone. But why? Like, are you, is it that you have to visualise? It's something what? different. Or is it a blind person bringing me around? I have a blindfold. Oh, so this is something. a different thing now. Hang it on, might hang be. On, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll read it out to you. This is, it's interesting that you said it there now. Um, so you're getting blindfolded. I'll tell you now. But is that maybe because they're taking you somewhere and they don't want you to see where you're going? No, 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 no. Are they no, kidnapping no. you, Hector? No, 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 no. Bear with me, Lithuania. 
basketball. No, festival, no. Ice fishing. Laser. Do you know that... He's going to a laser park. Roman Catholic. I'm meeting a Roman Catholic. Working on this. No, waiting for the final. No. Blind tour guides invite to experience Kaunas, which is the second city of Lithuania. This is interesting. Could you, could you imagine Hector in this? The residents and visitors can now explore Lithuania's second city, Kaunas, in a new way, blindfolded with a white cane as a blind guide invites people to come on a tour in total darkness. So I'm going to be brought by a blind person right. and I'm blindfolded so to I see go what into it's their like. world and they will describe the city to me and I will go into their world. That'll be interesting. The website is there. Yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. Residents, so it's an actual tour. Visitors can now explore Lithuania's second city, Kaunas, in a new way, blindfolded with a white cane as a blind local guide invites people to join him or her on a walking tour in total darkness. Now, that's that. That That's that. Tommy, wow, you're dumbstruck by Tommy, that. Tommy, you're thinking of that. I, I think it'd be interesting to do, won't it? Because these cities, these Eastern Europeans... It won't be not interesting. No, it'll be different. But it'll be the person leading me for the first time ever and I will not be seeing it. Nobody will be leading you. You'll have your own cane. You'll have to walk around yourself. Yeah, but it'll be a blind person leading me. Well, The blind leading the blind. <laughs> Isn't that isn't that interesting? I'll get back to you on that and I'll let you know how I get on. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes things look good on paper, but when you get there, some of the stories just don't. But I think that could be interesting. Yeah. So, how many, so you're going to do it. How many events do you have lined up now for your next? There's about 15 or 16 little stories there that we've, I just got sent wow. for, for Lithuania and for Latvia. And, uh, and is it eight days in each country? Eight days in each country. But the, the interesting wow. thing I spotted there recently, I did a bit of side research. See, when you go researching, there are researchers working on the show, but then I like to go left and right at the roundabout and go down little funnels and down little side little Google. Is this on your DuckDuckGo yes, web browser? Yes, and then I go off and I go off and I found out that Lithuania is the only country in the world that has its own aftershave and perfume called the Smell of Lithuania. It is on sale and it is the only country in the world that has bottled the smell of their country and sells it. And it's a massive seller over there. We could do the same for counties in Ireland. Yes. Like OK, so let's go Mayo. through. Can you imagine Oh, straight that? away The smell Mayo. of mayo would be kind so of damp, grassy, musky. Musky smell. Musky. Musky yes. smell of cedarwood, Get lost. We have unspoilt fucking fresh air there so put that in a bottle a, and see what it is sweet like. hint of fresh cow if you put all way in there'll be traffic there do you know the sweet and hint the fucking of pollution yeah yeah no I think no I'm maybe no I think what I, about the smell musky I go musky for mayo musky and damp and kind of grassy and natural and, yeah, and, and nice the way the world smells after a dose of rain do you know that kind of what? Oh, it's, it's damp uh, but it's still hint, optimistic what about the smell of cork it should be whiny be a whiny old smell of it. Cabernet not not whiny, whiny. Right. There'd be a kind of a red wine smell. Like me, there'd be just the smell of fucking royalty and history. And, and B.O. No, Larissa, no. It'd <gasps> be the smell of deep, deep, deep grass and trees and hedges. And you'd know you're on it. would be the most expensive one in the country, I'd the say. The smell of <laughs> mead. What would, be the, what would be the worst, the smell of, what would be the worst in the country? The smell of Leitrim. No, no Leitrim would be lovely and fresh. Be lovely, yeah. I'd, say I'd say Dublin, Dublin would be, would be rank. Rank. Anyway, <laughs> in I'd say Dublin would be the worst one. They have their they have their bottle on sale all over the shops, all but over the duty it smell like? It's the smell of Lithuania, and I'm What's going to the meet smell the makers of Lithuania? who have bottled the only fragrance in the world that represents in my the smell of their country. 
So whatever it's going to smell like, I don't know. It's a bit stupid selling that in the country yeah. that it's supposed to smell. So they're all going to smell. No, it's a massive it, seller there. It really? must be a depress. Yeah. Is it depressing? Depressing to have that smell is, all over you. Be a good thing to sell in New York and in nobody Sligo would buy Town. it. Nobody would buy that. You know, because if Lithuanians abroad, so I'd love, I'd love a smell of home. No, it's the same thing. We're all fixated when we get to duty free because we've got the clothes on us and we've a few kids in their pockets and we're all uh, get in. Once we get through, oh, I want to go in early. I want to get through security check and I want to get in. I want to get in the minute we get into the duty free we turn into different animals people love smells are you going to buy a bottle of this so we can see what it smells like I imagine I'm going to get you a bottle a bonafide perfume what do you mind I'm going to get you a bottle well just a small what we should do is uh, spray ourselves in it and then go and and just stand beside an actual Lithuanian without saying anything and wondering does it wonder does it attract their attention I have a question for you now two questions if you are blindfolded and if you you can blindfold and touch or blindfold and just smell. Would you recognise your partner? Okay, then I think I'd recognise. I would. I would, yeah. Would you? Would smell, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. Yes, you, you know, what, what, you, or touch. Uh, which no no, no say no say you're okay describe where we are tell me where what room of the house are we sure, in doesn't no, matter it doesn't where matter you are blindfolded. blindfolded standing in the kitchen no no it doesn't you, matter you, you have what you have is you've eight people in front of you is this you're, a game show Tommy yeah oh, I love this game it's, you're blindfolded yeah. but each of the eight they're very similar in physique they're very similar in height yeah weight girth amplitude and uh and, and all those kind of things. Would you know by just by feeling yeah. your partner? By feeling your partner? Yeah. You'd know? I don't think... Yeah. Would you know by feeling your partner? Would it be... Easy? Which, which, if there was eight women there, would you recognise Yvonne? If I was blindfolded and they were and all touch, of a similar by shape. T- by touch. You but they're all of a similar by shape. By touch. You would. Hang on a second. That's I'm a difficult t- thing to say. I'm trying to think, is there a part of are her body? Are they naked or are they dressed? They're totally naked, Hector. And you, how long can you fumble away and feel away to see? See, I think it'd be easier for a woman to find to recognise a man. Why is that, Larissa? Because they're a bit hairier and. Mm, but the one, yeah, I, I, I think the touch, I think the smell is the, it smell is the one where you'll instantly recognise. No, because they could all have the same perfume on. You know, they'd have to. It's the same thing when you wash your clothes in your own washing what machine. What part? What part of your partner's body would you just you touch it? For. You touch it and you go ah. Your their face. Could you recognise? Can you see I'd, a face? I, I, can you I, see a face with your fingers? No, yeah. What I do is I, che- I check the, the the haircut. Oh, I thought you were going to. Do They've all similar haircuts. They've all similar ah, haircuts. They can't have all similar haircuts. Yeah, they would. But then there's no game. If ever your wife has straight hair, you can't have young with afros in front <laughs> yeah, of you. So, 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 what can you touch on your wife's body or your you'd partner's know, body that you'd to realise? What would your breasticles? You'd know straight away. Breasticles? Ah, <laughs> nah, no, they're kind of all the same, aren't they, Hector? No, yeah, you'd know that straight look, away. Look, when you're blindfolded, I don't know, Tommy. I, I don't know. I think the smell is a, is a complete. The smell. What is part the of one. your partner's body is there? Something about her hip, the small of her back, shoulder, her the, chin, her nose. I'd have to go down to the would knees, you know the size of her knees? No, would you know the size of her nostrils? <laughs> <laughs> Would you know the size of her knuckles? Would you know, would you, do you know, is, is there anything queer with her toes? Has she, just, got a, has she got a wonky earlobe on one side? Does she have strange toes? Like, oh. Or her buttocks. What would you do, Tom? Her, uh, how would you recognise it? Well, I'd recognise, how would I recognise my missus? Mm. In the nip and I'm blindfolded. <laughs> They'd have to be in the nip, would they? Yes. They'd have to be in the nip. Then yeah. you're just feeling close. She has a scar. She has two scars. No, she doesn't. She does. <laughs> She's decided to relax there, like. Yeah. Oh, she's two scars. She's two scars. Yeah. 
Oh, the scars would be a good way to... I'd, I'd know me missus through the scars. I'd be like a Native American coming back after me squaw wife had been kidnapped by the fucking Comanches and they'd cut her up and I'd, I'd feel for the scars. Oh, yeah. So my, my missus has scars. What if you could only use your face... Em- emotional to, scars. What if you could only use your face to find... to, to like, you know... Recognize them, not your hands. If your hands were tied behind your back and you were blindfolded, this is this is this is the kind of shit now that TG Carr should be doing instead yeah. of naked attraction. Yeah, are you my missus? Is called, and it's a fellow with his <laughs> blind, blindfolded, with his hands behind his back, are and he's licking wife? his wife yeah. from head to toe to try and recognize. You can use your her. nose and your tongue to find her. Oh my Jesus! That's a good game. <laughs> that's a brilliant game. Um, that's like that game you had an idea for. Find me, ride me. Yeah, it's a bit like that game. You know. Anyway, that's a the new the new suggestion. I bring you back a bottle. Of Lithuania. The smell of Lithuania. And then you smell There's it. a fella I know that owns a bar at a hotel in New York and he is Irish and he pumps out the smell of turf all over the hotel in all the public areas, in the toilets, oh, yeah. in the lift, in the corridors. So it brings a pure smell of... He's from Galway, I think. Carlistran, yeah. isn't that well, Galway? Yeah. And uh, he's the edge of Galway. You're, 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 you're in Pylon country in Carlistran. You're heading for fucking. You're heading for Mayo when you're in Carlistran. Yeah, so it's 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 uh, the Kane family. And is it nice? Oh, yeah. Is it nice? Um, yeah, it's it's well, like I I hate the smell of turf. Like I'd be afraid if Mayo smelt like turf. I wouldn't like that smell. I hate the smell of burning turf. Really? No, I don't. I don't did you not have it in the house growing up? Yeah, I did. I absolutely hated it because you come out of it and you'd smell like you're after leaving. I love a, the smell of turf. A turf house. A turf fire house. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Oh, I hate it. So I love pu- timber. I love wood. He's timber, pumping the smell of turf in. So they pump oxygen turf, in. Yeah. We were in a. We were in 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 Las Vegas. I was stripping with the Chippendales. I was in the Rio Hotel on the sixty fifth floor. It was floor to wall ceiling of glass. I was standing there every morning looking down on the strip, and, and I was about to become a Chippendale. And I never realised that after about eight days in the hotel, I was feeling great. You're never tired, yeah. They're never tired because they're pumping oxygen into the hotel rooms. Maybe that's what you need, Tommy. In the ballroom, in the casino, it is naturally clean filtered air. So that's why at four o'clock in the morning, you're you're energised. Oxygen, shots of oxygen, that's what you need. I might, you know, because I I have difficulty sleeping. So I've been looking into getting one of the masks, like a Hannibal Lecter CPAP mask. (laughs) <laughs> uh, to drive oxygen into my body at night. I've been sleeping with a machine beside the bed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I might have to get one of them masks. Because I, I sleep apnea. So I don't get enough oxygen. So I wake up exhausted every morning. Do you yawn the minute you get up out of the bed? I don't know. No, it's not an I'm amazing thing that Irish men do. I get up out of the bed after great sleep. First thing I'll do is I'll yawn. Really? What is the fucking story there? No, the first thing I do when I get up out of bed is... Oh, God. Do you sit on the edge of the bed as you get up really quick? I, I, I sit on the edge of the bed and I just fucking look at me, look at me feet and I go, oh, <laughs> well, that's a relief. Where am I? we fucking go again? Here we fucking go <laughs> Where again. are we off to today? Better plaster on a fake smile and plough through this shit one more time. <laughs> you need to get one of those sleep apnea machines. That will be, that'll be. What do you do with the, do you get up out of bed straight away? When I wake up? Yeah. No, I have to need a few minutes to acclimatise. To Some people world. like sitting on the edge of the bed. And just, no, I don't I don't yeah. like hanging around. I, I get sit, up then. I sit on the edge of the bed like a big fucking question mark. The spine is fucking bent over itself and I'm just staring You're at the You're in the, the fetal position, are you? Do you remember those days where you could just lie in bed for fucking till about three o'clock in the afternoon? Uh, no, and we're, nobody we're, give a shit. Nobody looking for you. Nobody <laughs> cares. Turn over. No phones. I can't do that. And I see my young lads now and I'm looking at them majestic because they'll be like half nine. Say they're on a midterm break. Half nine, half ten, half eleven. 
half twelve. Then me missus says, will somebody go upstairs? I said, I let them off. Let them off get a good run at the afternoon. Don't wake them up until the Dahi and Maura show at five and then they get up for an hour. It's like, yeah. the, but, then, but they're probably up till four in the morning though. Ah, were you like that Tommy lying about? Kevin get you out of that. Get out! No, there was no... My parents were... Now, I... They didn't even know he was in the house. I read it as freedom, but uh, my <laughs> my psychotherapist wife reads it as uh, a lack of interest. No heat whatsoever. You could, could you sleep I away, was, Tommy, I could six. do whatever I fucking wanted. And uh, I told you about the time... He I walked re- a fucking trim one night, like. I, I, I was given utter freedom. Utter freedom. Never, I was never asked to get a job. I was never asked to get up out of bed. I was never asked to, to do anything around the house. I was just, I think they just didn't like me. They just didn't want me involved. So what did you do? So I did nothing. So I just figured I'd be in bed until three o'clock in the afternoon. Then I'd be up till fucking. This is before we had televisions in our bedrooms. This is before the internet. Before people had laptops down in their rooms watching Netflix. Wi-Fi. Next episode. I would be down in my bedroom with a tape of the Waterboys album This Is The Sea listening to it over and over <laughs> and over again. Or your man Mark who used to be on R2 FM he'd have a late night show going from and this is uh, we got uh, Randy Crawford with A Rainy Night in Georgia. That's the And just said you never bring lessons. you anywhere or do any like activities with you? What the fuck are you on about? Activities. activities. Well, you do that with your children well, now. Like yeah, this is the early eighties here. Activities. But like, did they used to go for the a Sunday spin or something? Was going to mass on a Sunday. Yeah, but then you'd go for a Sunday spin. Sunday spin. My father would take us to the, the Dunareed National Park, the far side of Kings Court. Yeah, they're ninety nine on the way back. Yeah, that back was home it. Again. Yeah, a bag of chips in the valley. So yeah. I told did. you that my mother used to make us take the cat for a day. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> No one fucking does that. No. no. Dave, Fanning, Dave, Dave Fanning used to be on and he was hey, this is the brand new single from Husker Do. This one's from Mud Honey and all this. I was like, oh yeah. And the, oh, the tape recorder. Did you the tape recorder? By yeah. The I used yeah. to make my the own classic. tapes. Like make, I used to record songs with the radio and then make it a radio programme myself. I used to love the dampness in a bungalow in the late 70s. The Irish bungalow. We have to celebrate it because one of the great architectural I still have one of them. The I still have one of them. Damp, we damp are bungalow. the best bungalow makers. Half of them aren't finished. Half of them are still damp but they're still there 50, 60 years later. So are, I find them depressing. There's a lack of imagination no, Tommy, when it comes to bungalow. If you think of the cottages where there was... In, yeah, in, but they were thick-walled cottages. They were places yeah. with... There were no straight lines. They were uneven surfaces. So there was a, there were a kind of a, an ever-changing Delight to look at bungalows are fucking straight I know, but lines. Somebody decided thin to carpets. make them in Ireland, and we've <laughs> made millions carpets, of them. Millions yeah. of them. Lino, fucking rattling washing machines. Yes, and smell a bit, of bacon and cabbage. And, and, <laughs> and you always check your granny the, walking around. <laughs> Curtains, hate that, curtains that never went in behind the radiator. It was always a damp. Yeah, that's dampness. like mank. I can't even put a bloody towel on my radiators because they're stuck to the wall. I always and every, and your, your child abuser uncle will come and visit every three months. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then there always be somebody in drinking tea. <laughs> No, but the bungalow. And twenty five. But if you drive around the country, we are the greatest bungalow makers in the world. But that's not a, that's not a good thing. Hector. No, I'm, saying, we're not, I'm like, not saying. I'm saying that we. bungalows everywhere. Somebody decided. Yeah, yeah. They're littered all over the, the place. Late sixties and people, early seventies. People drive around Sweden and go, "That's a beautiful uh, wooden house." People drive around fucking Mexico and oh, I love the shape of that. People don't drive around Ireland and go, "Just them bungalows are beautiful." But they are who we are because we were reared in bungalows. No, because they're. They're, we a, they're a, a, 
generation of a lack of imagination. But that's what all we had. That's all people could afford. That's, a bungalow. You know, a bungalow was the go-to house in the 70s in Ireland. Bungalow Ireland. Bungalows with peers and, and, and that's the way it was. I was reared in a bungalow. A great And the bungalow. telephone on the table as soon as yes. you open the front door and yeah. the carpet into the kitchen and, and Lino the, in the and, kitchen. And you know and the condensation on the inside oh, of the window off. and it was always And then the damp, good room. There's damp. always the good room as well. No double glazing. Oh, Remember no. the old, do, old Teak windows. Teak windows. Yeah. And it's fuck freezing. But I have double glazing in my house now but I still have a bungalow which is freezing. I just thought, I don't know, I don't know. I, th- I, I, th- I know bungalows weren't great, but I think there's something we should celebrate. No other country in the world loves bungalows as much as we do. And no amount of people. We have reared millions of people in bungalows and they're not, but no, and they're bad. No, no, no. no. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Bungalows never do nothing to nobody. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes. Um, I, I'm going to go to my first ever Premier League game this year. I've never been to um, a Man United now, match. Or which one are you going to go see? Well, Man I, United Watford, a classic. Oh, no, I'll tell dry. you what. I, I don't know how. I, I got through a friend of mine who's um, a member in Arsenal at the Emirates. He's given me tickets to go yeah, to see they, Man United and Arsenal. They, they wouldn't be hard to get now, in fairness. No, probably not. Like, But I've never been to... Um, in, in I'd love to is go and see... Us. What time of the season is that? Them, it's it, April. Like okay, the, there'll be something riding on the game. 23rd of April, I think. Both of them will be chasing for 8th. So, It'll be exciting. Yeah, and I'm taking I'm taking my nephew. I've never been to see Man United play. I'd love to go to Old Trafford, but maybe I will get What there. about a Wimbledon, a Wimbledon centre court final? What about a Formula One? I like Cheltenham. I like Cheltenham. It's Cheltenham. good. What else Berlin. globally? Globally, tell me if you could. If you could oh, watch. I was at I was at the Mad I was at the Madison Square Garden to watch um, the Knicks play the. Um, Brooklyn now, Nets. Now, the now you're talking. Yeah. So that was unbelievable, and I got pitched, and I got courtside tickets to go and see that, and it was incredible. I've never been in Madison Square Garden. What about Katie Taylor? I'd love to go to. I'd love to go to a fight. Yeah, Katie Taylor, Paddy's Day. Even though I hate fight. Madison Square Garden. If you had a choice between Katie Taylor and Madison Square Garden or John Joy Joyce fighting Mickey Mohan on the Claire Morris bypass <laughs> at three o'clock on Good Friday, where, where would you go to? I'd say I'd have to. Go I know to where see, you'd go. I'd have to go and see. Uh, I'd, probably, I'd probably go to Glamour's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking brilliant. 
Yeah, maybe. I'd like that. I'd like that. I'd like to see a Super bit of Bowl. Bowl. Super Bowl. No, well, geez, the tickets for the Super Bowl. I was reading somewhere they're up on fifty thousand for a ticket to the Super Bowl. And like, did you there... see the halftime advertisements? Yeah, but the goodies. crypto, 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 the, the, crypto. The, sh- the show what? was what? so extravagant for twenty minutes. Yeah, it was. It was. Why can't they have stuff like that in, in Croke Park? They do Tommy have lads. Fleming sings the songs of they Oasis. Do. <laughs> <laughs> They do have lads on there. Like playing Margot them. does Whitney Houston the First Nations. <laughs> oh imagine my God, that would be so good. A massive halftime show where they come out on these floats. Lisa McHugh sings the songs of fucking... Red Hurley does the uh, medley of the prodigy. <laughs> Beyonce. Lisa would do a Beyonce number. Uh, Red Hurley does else? the fucking prodigy. Who has Nathan Carter. Smack my bitch up. Smack my, my bitch up. Sean Kane sings the prodigy. Smack my bitch up. Smack my bitch up. May all people voodoo people. Uh, who else? You could have um, you could have Nathan Carter doing a medley of Metallica. Jump, 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 jump. Oh, but pray. Oh, it's uh, what's Enter Sandman? Go on. Give me the start of Enter Sandman. Well, I just tune up. Take your prayer. I'm off to never. I'm off to never. Oh, you're a real fan, Hector. You can tell by the lyrics. Foster and Alan could do Eminem and Dr. Dre. But it was a, yeah, I watched it. Guess who's back? Foster I'd be, I'd be, that premiership game between Arsenal and United, uh, I hope there's a... The European matches are always better when there's something big riding on them. Yeah. yeah. So you might be lucky with that one because they'd, they'd both be chasing a fourth so there could be, or maybe even third or second. When is that, Lorita? April, so that, yeah. that, that's crunch oh, can time. Can we go over for it? Can we go over? Yeah. And then you get more I'm tickets. Going. What can day you... is he there? Because I'm on tour in England um, until the 20, It's the 23rd. Ah, no, I'll be back. I'll be yeah. back. Can we not go over to we'll do the podcast from London and go to a match? Well, we can, me and you. We have to go to fucking Millwall versus Charlton. Oh, no, we get... That'd be I dangerous. brought the lads. I told you I brought the lads to Crystal Palace versus City a couple about four years ago. We were over to London for a few days doing a bit of shopping and out with my uncle who lives out out the countryside a little bit. And we got the we got in. Whose who's brother or sister is he? Ah, uh, my mother's sister. Is he probably John, not John actually? Larkin, he's John probably Larkin. not actually his uncle. Is John he Larkin. John Larkin. Junior Larkin's brother. Junior. Junior. Larkin. Uh, Junior's and, brother. And we stayed out Senior. there. We stayed out in Epsom for a couple of nights. Oh yeah. You and go each to... day we'd get the train in, and then I said to the lads. We will go to something different. We're going to go to Crystal Palace to Selhurst Park. Yeah. And it was lovely walking through those little terrace streets on your way on a Saturday afternoon, two o'clock on a, in a winter Saturday afternoon. You can hear the, the noise of the boys in the streets. The lads were up for it. There was a lot of Palace fans around, a couple of city boys in. And when we got into Crystal Palace, you realise that it really is a tiny, tight, I don't know what the, what is it, 20,000 capacity? Maybe, Less. Yeah. They're almost like sheds with those corrugated iron and the noise of the Crystal Palace fans brilliant but City City beat them it was the good City team with Vieira in the centre midfield about five six years ago and did the lads enjoy it? Yeah they loved it but they enjoyed hearing the songs yeah. they enjoy hearing the chants uh, and you know it was a good a good day out for them to see it uh, uh, not your so glamorous premiership game yeah. but in a really working class Crystal Palace die hard they'll never they're always there you know it's like Watford and now Brentford are up there, so they're all. Those I brought games. when one of my sons was eight, so he would have been in like uh, maybe what would he been in maybe second class, uh, doing to his first Liverpool match. It happened to be it was a Sunday afternoon, Liverpool versus United at Anfield, and I was like, okay, this would be this is a great baptism of mm. fire, and he had a gorgeous innocent head in him, and we were down by the we were opposite the cop. 
um, the others, the Anfield Road end. <clears throat> and we're about four rows from the front and he just he couldn't be, get over the throng of people heading towards the stadium. Like you're talking about yes. 45, 50,000 yeah, people. Yeah. All that amount of people and that energy and because it was United and extra kind of tension in the air and chips and fucking the size of the stadium. And he was like, this is unbelievable. And then we, we got in and uh, Liverpool lost 1-0. And Rooney scored. Uh, the ball came over. It was a wet all day. Rooney, cross came in, caught it on his chest, ball dropped and he fucking half volleyed it into the net from about 10 or 12 yards out. And because it was scored right near us, he ran over. And my young fellow, like, he was seeing people that he'd only ever seen on fucking television before. Uh And Rooney ran over and did the fucking knee slide. And I was so proud of me, son. He just roared, fuck off, you mank cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say it. So you're excited to see him. <laughs> the first time we brought uh, Clive, uh, Jack and Adam. Uh, Jack is the same age as Rian and Adam is a year or two younger than. So we were gearing up for their first ever trip about, oh, it was eight. They were about eight or nine. Rian was about ten. Shane was eight, say. And the whole thing was we were going to Manchester. So we planned it with Clive. We were going to go in convoy. We had walkie-talkies in the two cars. We had a sports quiz on the way. We had the sports quiz on the way up to Dublin Walkie-talkies in the car. What the fuck? We had walkie-talkies in the car. We had a sports quiz on the way up. What we had a man United. There, there were little boys. We had a sports quiz. It was the Ramsey. Fucking activity, Dad. You were driving me the up Ramsey's the fucking wall. We were heading out on the motorway to Dublin, and we had a sports activity quiz. quiz. <laughs> Fuck off, Hector. Shut up, Tommy. Will you? It's called fucking having fun. Enthusiastic, Dad. It, no activity, Dad. Okay, now, guys. <laughs> okay, we're having a picnic. So how many titles has Roger Federer won at Wimbledon? No, it wasn't. It was a sports quiz about United. So we're there. Remy Moses. Remy Moses. <laughs> Arthur Alvesen. Okay. And, uh, yes, so, for fucking Yes, for Blond. Yes, for Blond. Oh, Blond. Name Blomquist. four Manchester United players from Denmark. Then you'd hear. Come on, Charlie Roger too. Copy that. Um, yes, for Blondquist. Yes, for Olsen. Uh, yes, for Olsen. Peter Mike. Peter Schmeichel. Uh, Peter Sieverbeck, John Sieverbeck, hey! and that, that's the way we got all Paul the way through. So they were, but and we, were your kids just banging their faces yeah, off the windows? They were, going little, they were eight and ten he, years of age. They had our money ready for the mega straw. We decided to go on Thursday and come back on a Sunday. The match was on Saturday, so we uh, we had already told Super them Dad. that we're going for a curry in the curry mile after the match and the night before on Friday night. And so Adam and Shane didn't like curries, and Rean was ten, they and Jack diarrhea. was ten. They were like. You better get into your curries because we're going for a curry in Manchester because we've been there before and it's your boy's first time to go there. If you don't eat curries, then you can't come to Manchester. And I can see the two boys going, uh, 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 they're only yeah. little babas. So anyway, we got there. We had a few beers in the hotel. It was an Xbox in the reception of the Novo Hotel. Hotel. It was great. So you just left them there for the whole weekend and then <laughs> no, came back and got them on Sunday. The bar. I but, know a fella who is a football hooligan and is banned from soccer, going to soccer matches. And I didn't realise he was a football hooligan and he was at my mother's funeral and... Uh, Wrecking the place. No, no. And, and a friend <laughs> yeah, of mine... And then he went, yeah, no, it's it! Yeah, no, it's it! Lowering the coffin down. <laughs> Take me home, country road, <laughs> to the place. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, Take me home, country road. We'll never die, we'll never die, we'll never die, we'll never die. We'll keep the red flag flying high, cause man united and your mum's never die. Kino! Kino! 
Tony Marshall came from 50 But he, was, he wasn't a Man United Diego oh, Diego Oh he comes from Uruguay He makes the Scousers cry Build a bonfire Build a bonfire Build a bonfire Was he? Except he wasn't from He wasn't was a Man he? United Who was again. his team? Uh, Newcastle Rafa, Raphael, Rafa, Raphael, Rafa, Raphael, Raphael Benitez, Rafa, Raphael, Rafa, Raphael, Rafa, Raphael, Raphael Benitez. Sorry for your loss, Miss Blue. Faustino, Aspria Faustino. That's right. One Peter Beardsley. That's only one Peter Beardsley. One Peter Beardsley. That's only one Peter Beardsley. Shiro, 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 Shiro. Okay, excellent. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely ridiculous. Um, um, he's at your mother's funeral. Anyway, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, noticed that he was wearing a, a um, badge a on tag. his jacket. Not a tag. Had he, uh, was he wearing... And uh, he says to me, Jesus, I didn't know he was a hooligan. And I says, I didn't know he was a hooligan either. How the hell do you know he was? he's one? And he, he says, oh, he's wearing his badge proudly on his jacket. What the fuck? What did the badge second. say? I don't was know. Was it a type of clothing he was wearing with some... Well, there was a certain hooligan badge that you get, apparently. But now he's banned you, from going to matches. He's banned? You, got, mm. yeah. you told me one time that you have been to an away match with United fans who got fairly lively. Yeah, I, I would know a couple of lads who would really look forward to a little bit of... See, that's what I'd be... Now, describe that to us now. What, is that, what, what, do, they, uh, what do they like to do? It's Piss just, on shit and seats no, and break no, no, things. No, no, none of that. None of that. They like a few scalps and they like a few little bit of argy. And do they bring and it's all implements and with it's them? All, no, 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 no. This would be fisticuffs uh, and this would be a few tumps at about 11 o'clock, half 11, 12 o'clock. And before the match? Before the match, yeah. Especially on an away day. Uh, the away day fans travelling on buses and, 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 and going. Now, there's so, a small element. It's not everyone, but but they would be well capable of defending themselves. And if lads w- wanted to get into a little bit of a scrap, they would be pre-planned. Did they have a good... Now, this Irish lads going over or Manchester lads? This is an Irish lad, an Irish lad in particular that lives in the UK that I know. He's living in Manchester for years and he would he would be he would be very active in FC United and all the breakaway. But these are these lads are living it. It's, 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 it's funny. It's not as much prevalent now, but there's still that. There's still that going on there's still fighting going on before matches so, in little uh, factions and would there be particular is the Liverpool one too high intensity for there to be fighting or would they prefer like Leeds and fucking no but there could be little scuffles off little side streets Tommy yeah. down little terrace place where they have a good little, and they're organised they they? have a good little thumping at each other and then they'd be gone they disperse it's 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 very prevalent as well in European football and with ultra fans, especially Eastern Europeans, and these boys, you, you all you have to do is go on YouTube and have a look at fans in, in certain clubs in Russia and in the Ukraine going at each other. These boys look like they're they're well capable of, of having a good scrap, but there's no knives, there's no hammers, there's no nothing. They're just like a good. I wouldn't mind fighting as long as no one went near my teeth. <laughs> Tommy, you would not. I'd hate to lose the teeth. Tooth. <laughs> But back in the day, the hooliganism thing, like the intercity firm of West Ham and all the massive hooligan... Millwall and Millwall, all those, yeah. We are Millwall and you've seen all those documentaries and the films about it, but there's still that little faction. There's still that adrenaline, the testosterone on a Saturday, the lads, 30, 40 lads, getting on a bus, having the beer, 
they know they're going up it's 10 o'clock in the morning on an empty stomach and they know there could be a bit of aggro and they've had a few in the local pub and then they come out of a pub in the wrong area and they meet a couple of other lads they're not going to go how are you lads how are you, are you going up to the match there's going to be that's why aggro. it's great going to Crow Park you could have a drink with the Dublin fans you know it's so tell us about that you're going over with the Clive and the boys. So so yeah, so we get to, we get over there and then uh, we we on the day of the match we done the mega store on the Friday and we had all the stuff done because we were smart because there's no point going to the mega store the day of the match because you have bags and bags. The boys were so excited they got the new jerseys. We went out over the other side they got the names um, on the back of the th- on the back of their jerseys and they're back to the hotel. Up early, we were up at the crack of dawn on Saturday morning, nine o'clock, having breakfast. Then we got a six-seater, and the, the man. We went out to the get to get to the to Old Trafford, and I said to your man, if you, "Can you get us a taxi?" You probably need a six-seater. Well, you need an eight-seater. And the boys were laughing at the man. The man yeah. accent. Out we go, and then we said, "Right, it's it's twelve o'clock. Matches at three. We need a couple of." Swift. And who, who United playing? United were playing West Ham, West Ham or Watford. One of those it okay. was. So we had to pick the tickets up in a in a, in a bar through an Irish contact on the way stopped at this bar walked in typical something called the, the, the sheep's head or the lion's arms nobody in there and I just went up well, how are you doing Kathleen is it yeah it's Hector oh Hector how are you doing yeah go but she comes out envelope tickets yeah. 65 quid straight, on to, straight on, on to the match but then we, you know, when you get to the match, Lou McCarry way, you know that it's that it's it's that build up before the it's match. It's a fucking empire of a stadium. Oh, as well. it's incredible, and people are going. So we said, where can we get the boys in? We had two eight-year-olds and two ten-year-olds and two fathers. The fathers wanted to have a couple of beers just before the match. So we said we went to Witherspoons. Uh, which is just uh, just down the road. Other well, people call it Weatherspoons, but that, that's you do, I don't think that should stop with the spoons, you. Witherspoons, Witherspoons. With the so with that's where Pete Boyle and a lot of the boys would do the chanting, uh, and there would be a lot of sa- singing from about twelve o'clock on on a Saturday. You could get in there, and it's just they have these uh, sort of uh, fridges in the middle of the room, and there's loads of Scandinavian fans in. There's Irish boys there, and it's a lot of chanting going on. So I wanted to introduce the lads to hear the songs that they'd heard on TV. So we got in. And then lo and behold, I recognise Pete, I know Pete, because he used to come over doing stuff in Ireland. I brought him on an Irish tour once, he man, and did the chance. When John O'Shea, when Johnny goes marching down the wing, O'Shea, O'Shea, he came over to release that and we brought him into the Radisson. That's a long story. So I recognise Pete. I says, Pete, I need to get these lads in somewhere safe, somewhere in the corner. Can we? And he goes, right, John, get these boys. And we sat up on the, it's called the balcony. So they have a banner there, MUFC Reds, the balcony. And it's all hardcore Manchester families and generations that sit there. And older lads as well, lads in their 70s and yeah. who've been going to the matches since they were kids. So we, bring in them young lads in here, get them all in. So we put them all into the corner and we and they heard the songs. Yeah, yeah. Six and seven hundred people in a bar chanting the wow. United songs. And then we went to the match. Now, you'll never, we'll never forget it. It's just the, the, the moment when they get into the stadium, everything is so big. They're holding your hand and then when they come up and they see the lights and ladies yeah, and gentlemen yeah. the Stone Roses are playing yeah. it's just Yeah the noise I'd say it's that's incredible. Brilliant. Yeah. brilliant It must but, be great uh, as well to live like so our local teams would be we don't get to see Galway or Mayo play that often you know so you'd follow your club team but imagine growing up in a place where Manchester United are your local are team, your team and you're going to you have a season ticket you're going to 19 home matches in the league you're going to European Cup you're going to Carabao FA Cup yeah. as a daily thing as a weekly thing and when you're going when I go to see Barna you know it's a, how many people are on the side of the pitch yeah yeah 20 30 yeah. you know what I mean I was at a Barna uh, under 13 soccer game last Saturday 
Bet Marview 3-1. You know, great fucking game. Uh, 40 people on the sideline. They're, Barna are my Man United. But yeah. can you imagine going to, imagine Man United being your Man United and you're going, and there's 70,000 people. Every Saturday. Every time you go in, that yeah. must just be... I just think it's in the phenomenal. You know what I'm looking forward to most now? And Reen is turning 18. I want to go with him again to Man United because he loves football and he loves Man United and he loves soccer. And it's in the blood and it's been in my, it's been a big part of me. I'm, I can't wait now as he goes into his young manhood that I hope he gets so much enjoyment out of following following a team and, go, and, and, and being lucky enough to go to England to go to a match with his mates and enjoy the whole adventure of heading off to see a match, which thousands and thousands of Irish fans do every single weekend in Ireland. We just It's unbelievable the mass exodus at the weekend. But I can't wait now to go with him. I brought him in as a 10-year-old for his first matches. Now I see him as a young man. And I just want, like to hear him hearing the same songs. And yeah, yeah. I know he loves United. It's no more than your boys love in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. They've been a massive part of your history and childhood. And well, it's good. I, I think it's a phenomenal soap opera. Yes. That's it. You sign up for the soap opera. <laughs> the, way, the same way Mrs. Watches Emmerdale. Yeah. People watch the Premiership and the stories, characters, following the stories of the yes. of the individuals. The plots. Like how is how is Lampard going to do over here? What's Ronaldo going to do next year? What's going to happen to Pogba? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What's the story with uh, Zuma, the cat kicker? <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. All those twists, diff- all twists. those just fucking stories. They're just brilliant to follow, but it's soap opera. Isn't it? Yeah, so, it is, yeah. 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 Fall in love with and the you're romance. Going to your first, so that'll be your first match? Yeah, my first match. Yeah, my first <laughs> Premier League match. Stand up in the middle of all the arse and I'll give you a light said. I'll be, I'll be yeah, very excited to do it. Yeah, I'm excited. Incredible. And I'm bringing my little nephews. Going to Mayo Jersey. Going to Knockmore Jersey. No, oh, speaking of jerseys, I drove through town on Tuesday coming back with the podcast and it was Freshers Week. It's oh, Freshers Week in now. Was it down in the hole Driving in the Driving through Galway at three o'clock in the afternoon, Freshers Week, and the rain was teeming down and there was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of, of young ones and young lads outside every bar up around Air Square because it was Donegal <laughs> Tuesday. Fuck me. It is a mental phenomenon. Phenomenon. It's unbelievable. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> it you're, is you're just better fucking mad. And, so, and they were getting like drowned rats. Yeah. But it was the first time the p- pubs were open. It was Freshers Week. I thought that must be the first time for... Who in the name of Haven't we years? changed an awful lot as a country, haven't we? Haven't we gone from Good Friday to Donegal Tuesday? It's, it's brilliant. It's way better. <laughs> you know. Anyway, thanks very much for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. God bless and good luck. One more thing, we wanted to give you a taste of what to expect if you sign up for our members-only episode on a Monday. Exclusive and ad-free. Find out all the details on thlpod.com forward slash members only. Can you sing, Larita? No. Really? No. I mean, have other people told you that? Yes. Like everybody. What's your... Because um, what, I do a lot of karaoke. Ah, of course. Yeah. Mm, that's, yeah, that's why I've been. Could you give us one line out of us? Just, just a something. song. It, it, it doesn't have to be belted out either, but just so myself now to get a, a sense of your voice. Pick well, it's, re, it's like. Just, give just a, pick something there and we close I'll, our there's eyes. There's a line of a song, like Elton John pick, or pick something. Mayo song or something. Okay, you lived like, your life like sh- a candle sh- in the wind okay. or something. Yeah. You lived your life like a candle in the wind. What's the rest never of it? Go, no never one, going. Never going through the troubles I was in. I like to make up the words. Yeah. If you like to go with me. And if you like to go like a candle in the wind. Now change key. Heaven in your heart when you're with me.
That's really yeah, that's no, really I nice. think we should give it more. I think that I like I, that. Really yeah, nice, maybe yeah. I was always wondering if there was a particular song that would suit me as opposed to me kind of fit suiting a song, you know. Give us another bit, a love. What like what about yeah, um, classics? There's a class- an, an emotional song. Um you, you raise me up or something or no. Now we might be a bit high now. Okay. You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. Wait, just me headphones. You raise me up to more than I can <laughs> be. Tommy, please, this bit. I am strong when I am on your shoulder. Raise me up to more than I can be. Now give me that last line one more time, slower. You raise me Slow. up Slow. to more than I can be. I think I, I think I, I've, I've identified your style. That's yeah, nice. what is it? You kind of lose confidence is halfway it? through each note. Yeah, and you kind of, and then you kind of fade away on it. So you're kind of you're you you start off full of confidence. Yeah, and halfway through the word, you go, "This doesn't sound so good." And then you're trying to auto fade it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, because I know I'm I'm up but there. there is, and then yeah. it's trying to get back yeah. out Look of that yeah. difficult situation that yeah. I'm in, like I do, like a virgin. No stopping her now. Oh, here we go. Touch for the very first time. We hope you enjoyed that taste of our members-only episode. To find out more, head to www.thlpod.com forward slash members only. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.